So, um, hello guys, it's uh, Martin Napoleon here again with another interesting episode of uh, the podcast Diary of a Bulgar Billionaire. It's been a great time. I thank you so much for your love and patronage. And then it's really been amazing journey, an, an amazing journey, and I hope for better things in the future. I love you all for showing me the love. So today I'm discussing about um, why you shouldn't sell your Bitcoin so early. Yeah, so as I was preparing to come up with this, I decided to just add other things, not just talk about Bitcoin alone, but the entire crypto space. I will talk about stock and um, shares of companies. And then, yeah, so why you shouldn't sell your cryptocurrencies or maybe your shares or your stock portfolio so early. Right, so I'm so happy that a lot of young people reach out to me, uh, unlike in the past. We people did not have the knowledge about the stock market, the importance of investing, trying to uh, be financially educated. People did not have that opportunity. But glory to God, we are in the 21st century. There's electricity, there's internet services. Everyone can go on the internet and hear, see ads and hear about people talking about Bitcoin, about investing, about buying stock in shares, how to secure financial future. So a lot of people are crazy about this whole thing. People want to save money, they want to invest and do one or two things. So I see uh, people inquiring to know more about cryptocurrencies. People try, people buying my books and my materials, joining my academy to learn about Bitcoin investing, to learn about stock trading, forex trading, all that. It's really amazing. But right, so in as much as it is amazing and people are trying to understand this and navigate around, there are some mistakes people make. A lot of people come in and they don't have the information, they don't have the knowledge, they don't have the time, to, they don't take the time to learn, they don't meet the right and appropriate uh, mentors or people to advise them to do the right thing or to invest the appropriate way. So in as, in as much as it is good that people have been exposed, especially the young, young ones like you and I, have been exposed to investing and trying to save money and uh, are getting financially educated, it is important to do it the right way, right? So today I would like to give some tips, uh, like why, how to buy into stocks, how to buy into cryptocurrencies, how to buy Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana, uh, Cardano, Polkadot, all these kind of currencies and tokens that are out there in the market. Which ones should you buy into? And how long should you hold it for, right? Because people just think uh, you're going to buy the stock today. Let me say, I'm buying Apple stock, I'm buying Alibaba stock, uh, I'm buying the S&P 500, and I'm going to get rich next year. I'm going to get rich tomorrow. You have to, it doesn't work like that. It's, uh, investing is not a money craze, a magic pot, or, or Aladdin. In the Aladdin movie, you, you wish with that. that, that, that. Uh, you make wishes and they come true. No, investing is a time, you know, it takes time for the money to grow. And you know, compounding, I, I read an article about compounding of interest. Maybe you can request for that too. And then you can get it through our email. You can get it through email. So all these things come into play. So, right. So let's not just be crazy about making the money tomorrow because sometimes it doesn't work like that right so it takes time for the money to grow uh, cryptocurrencies can make you rich overnight it does happen but the, that the, the chance of it happening is one is 200 is very low right 
So 99.99% of the time, you have to hold it for a while. You have to hold it for 10 years, for five years, for six years, for a long period of time for it to accumulate, to compound and make more money. So let us not be in a rush. In as much as we want to invest and save money, let us not be in a rush. We take our time and approach the market appropriately and do investing the right way so that we can be able to benefit because there are people who are bitter i meet people who are bitter about forex trading and people who are bitter about crypto trading people are bitter about crypto investment people are bitter about stock uh, stock investments and trading stock because they did not do it the right way so anyone who is bitter about a system about a particular market or whatever they are bitter about if you look deeper into it they did not do it the right way right people are so so sometimes 90% of the people who are bitter against the system, against um, the market, against a particular uh, stock portfolio or whatever, against a particular stock, against a particular cryptocurrency, against a particular industry, sometimes most of them do not do it well. So in as much as we want to invest, one, the first thing we have to do, so these are the few things I, I, I would like to advise young people to do before they invest into something, maybe crypto stock or whatever they're investing in so the first thing you have to do is uh, you have to learn about in investing in general learn about investing in general see take your time to learn about investing how does it how much do you need to invest all right uh, how long should you invest what are the the, uh, the effects or the consequences what are the probabilities? What are the do's? Uh, I mean, what are the do's and the don'ts? What are the positive side and negative side? Uh, what are the benefits and the side effects? Like, what are the consequences? Maybe if you invest your money, you're more likely to lose it all or you're more likely to get a profit. You have to look at that. Try to learn more about investing. Don't just jump on because you saw the news or because you saw the ad or because a friend recommended you. Try to read to understand how much should I invest? Uh, this how much does this stock cost how long uh, will it take me how long do I want to hold this for right try to, to, to understand investing generally what are the effects if I invest my money can I lose it how much profit will I make how much am I willing to risk right so it is important first of all take your time to learn about how investing the good side and the post the bad side all of it together don't just jump and follow the crowd number two what you have to do is research about the products you want to invest in. If you're investing in crypto, you want to buy Bitcoin, you want to buy Ethereum, you, uh, Ether, which is a native token of Ethereum blockchain. You want to buy Cardano, which is DOT, which is the, I mean, sorry, ADA, which is the native token of the Cardano blockchain. You want to buy DOT, which is the native uh, token of the Polkadot blockchain, you want to buy Solana, you want to buy, there are so many tokens, uh, Tatcoin, uh, 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 this is uh, from Africa, a big network, you, what coin, ever, whatever coin you want to invest in, you want to buy Apple stock, you want to buy Microsoft Alphabet, right? and buy Alphabet stock, any stock you want to buy or buy or any crypto you want to buy, you have to research about it properly, you have to look at the fundamentals of that product, like what does it or, on what basis was it built? Like, why did they form it? Why did they come about it? Right? Come to know about the use cases, like a particular token. What are the use cases? The tokenomics of that token. Why is where can you use that token? The liquidity. If I put my money in this token and I want to cash out, 
how how will I cash out my money, right? That is very, very important because you can some of these tokens have no liquidity. You can invest in them and you can never be able to cash out your money, right? And then you have to look at the vision of the uh, of the builders of that particular token, that particular company. Where are they headed to? What is the 20-year roadmap, the 10-year roadmap, the 100-year roadmap? What are they looking up to? And then you have to look at all those things, the fundamentals. What are the weak points? What are the side effects? I mean, what are the... Um, the possibilities of them not being able to fulfill their promise, right? Look at all these things. So most of these people come out promising you a better world and they're going to take you to the moon, they're going to take you to the sky, and in the end, they don't deliver and they scam your money. You never get it back again. So always research about the product you're investing in. And then number three, what you have to do is you must have a plan. Make an exit and entry plan. Right? Don't just buy into a token. Don't just buy a stock. Don't just buy shares. Have a plan. So, okay, let's say if Bitcoin, today Bitcoin is selling at 46000 Right now, Bitcoin is selling $46,100. Right? So, I said, I'm buying Bitcoin today uh, for $46,100. And I'm not going to sell it until Bitcoin is, um, what do you call it? $100,000. So, it can be 10 years, it can be 4 years, it can be 1 year. I don't care where the market goes. Bitcoin may fall to 25000 it may fall to 10000 I don't, I don't care. I just want to sell my Bitcoin when it is $100,000. Make that plan and stick to it. Like, if you have that plan, you don't care where the market is moving, right? You can make a dollar cost average. Like, okay, let me say I'm buying $10 of Bitcoin every month. So every month you buy $10 worth of Bitcoin. Whether Bitcoin is going up, it is going down, you don't look at that, you buy $10 every month and keep compounding. Okay, so have a very good uh, exit plan and then, I mean, entry plan and exit plan. Don't just buy and because everybody's buying. Know when you are buying and know when to get out. Have a strategic plan so that you uh, some some of these coins will not be here forever. It's because some of these alt coins they will not be here forever. So it's always good to have an entry point so that when the coin pump to a certain extent, don't be too greedy and say okay, it's more likely to go up again, then you lose your money. So be strategic, plan very well, enter and exit accordingly. Make some money. Everybody is here to make money, right? Number four. Like, stick to your original plan, regardless of what happened. Don't ever change your plan, right? So, don't make decisions based on money you have invested in the stock market or money you've invested in crypto. It's risky. Don't plan your next month's bills or your next month's uh, expenditure on the money that you invested in the stock market. It is a very, very bad decision because the stock market is not always going up sometimes it's going to go down sometimes it's going to go sideways for a very long time so stick to your plan maybe you might have to get a part-time job or maybe you might have to find other legal ways to make money and let your uh, your, your your crypto your, your stock or your shares compound and grow don't change your plan if don't make decisions based on the money you've already invested right don't say, okay, I'm buying this because I have this money coming from Bitcoin. No, it's very wrong because the market might go against you and you'll be stranded. So you can have, you can get a part-time job. You can have other means of getting money legally without having to disturb or having to be dependent on the money you are investing in the stock market. So stick to your original plan and never change it regardless of what happens. So these are some basic tips to do when you're investing. I, think, I hope it helps you. Don't sell too early, right? Because 
cryptocurrencies are the future of money if you look at the growth of Bitcoin from 2009 since it was launched the first time the first Bitcoin was mined until now in the in, in about 12 years Bitcoin has grown almost about um, 500,000 percent right so that is that's like over that's a lot way 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 more than like uh, that's about 498,000 percent more than uh, the S&P 500 more than others uh, stock out there right so Bitcoin is one of the things that can make you rich but there's a lot of risk involved right so don't sell too early don't sell too early because the market is going down hold it I'll do a part two on the fundamentals of Bitcoin right so stick to this and you're gonna get rich through crypto or whatever you're investing in right I'll do a part two of this it's coming soon by the end of this month I love you. Stay tuned. God bless you. Hello, guys. This is Martin Napoleon, the host of the Diary Diary of a Bulgarian Billionaire podcast. As you know, this podcast is meant for sharing with you guys my experience and the things I've learned in life. And today I'm talking about learning to live with discomfort, deriving power from crisis. Learning to live with discomfort, deriving power from crisis. Joel Halal Nehru said that crisis and dreadlocks have at least one advantage when they occur. They cause us to think crisis and dreadlocks have at least disadvantage they cause the when they okay because they cause us to think i think he's right you know humans are meant to uh, be accustomed or to be used to a certain system of life a certain way of life a certain culture a certain habit right so we get easily too comfortable and too uh, okay with a certain occurrence so if something continuously happens or if we choose to live our life a certain way or if we were trained to live our life a certain way we get so used to that and then we find it rigid and very difficult to change to another system or to change to another pattern or to change to another habit which can sometimes be very dangerous right life is meant to be seasonal Life is meant to change. Life, life is meant to be dynamic, right? God Almighty made seasons. He made night. He made day. He said He made the sun, the moon, and the stars to be there for days and for nights, and for what to determine seasons. That's why there's winter, there's summer, there's monsoon, uh, there's autumn, there's spring. So seasons change. Even our own lives are are meant to change. God has made human life to be progressive, to change. To be dynamic. That's why we grow from stage to stage, from a spermatozoa to uh, a fetus to, to, to a baby to uh, a human. You're born, you start growing to a boy or to a girl, into a lady, into a woman, into a young man, into a man, and you grow old and you die. Life is supposed to change. Change is uh, mandatory in human nature, in, in, in life, on earth. There's supposed to be change. Seasons will change. Times will change. And so, life will change. Circumstances will change. But one thing that 
the human being has uh, a problem with is that we usually are not prepared for change. When we are rich, when we are comfortable, when life is good, when everything is working in our favor, we think that it will always continue in that manner. And hence, we do not work hard. I mean, we do not get ready for rainy days. We don't get ready for hard times. We don't get ready for changes. We don't get ready for uh, worst case scenarios. So when things happen, they take us by force. They, they, they force us to 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 get uh, to break down. They force us to live lives we are not prepared for. They look for instance, for instance, COVID. We're all happy. I was, had planned my journey. I wanted to travel around the world. I booked three flight tickets. Then boom, December came. 20, 20, December 2019. Then I had to cancel all my plans and go back home and stay indoors for half a year. For a whole year, the whole of 2020, I did not travel out of this country. Right. Why? Because I was a change came and I had to change my plan. I had to adapt to the new system. Stayed at home. I was in my little rooms around, taking pictures, having fun with friends, doing businesses and trading cryptos. I wasn't used to staying indoors all the time, but I had to learn to adjust to that. Right. So human beings are often not, I mean are oftentimes not prepared for certain circumstances. Even our health system, the health ministry. Uh, the governments of the world, our financial system, our banking system was not prepared for COVID. And then why? We had a financial crash. It's like a 2008 financial crisis. There will always be crises in the world. In biblical times, in contemporary times, there were crises. There were farming. There were, there were famines. There were droughts. There were moments of pain. There, was, there were moments of death. There were moments of trouble. There were moments of losses in war. In history, Great kings lost battles. Yeah, it will always happen. There will be a bad time. There will be a good time. There will be good seasons. There will be bad seasons. So, how do we learn to live with discomfort? How do we learn to derive power from crisis? Right. One thing we have to know is that life is always bound to change. If today is good, tomorrow is not promised to be better, as we always think. So, I want to give us a few tips that can help us, right, to live in, uh, in preparation for crisis, to live in preparation for changes, right? How do we live our lives? So, in case things happen, in case the worst happens, in case of any worst case scenario, how do we survive? How do we overcome pain? How do we overcome crisis? How do we stand in the midst of trouble, in the midst of pain, in the midst of all the things we do not expect to happen to us? See, the things we don't happen. Someone told me that the things we don't want to see, the things we don't want to experience, the things we don't want, the day we pray against every day, is solely going to come some way, somehow, at a particular time. You're going to lose your job. You're going to lose a friend. You're going to lose your friends. You will not be able to meet all your expectations. These things are bound to always come our way. It's bound to happen. It will not be always sunny. It will always be rainy. It won't be autumn forever. It won't, you won't see the beautiful flowers in spring all the time. It won't be winter forever. It won't be day forever. It won't be night forever. Every season will change. So how do we learn to live our lives? When things are good today, how do we manage with what we have? And I want to look at the life of Joseph. 
Right. When they had it all. Look at look at Egypt. When they had it all. How did they manage the prosperity? How did they manage the good times? So that they, that made them to be able to overcome the bad times. For seven years. So that means that they were, it was always a good time. Now, the bad times may equally be the same time as a, the good time. Right. I mean, the bad time will, 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 will almost be the same period as, as the good time. Right. So what did Joseph do in Egypt? What did the Egyptians together with Joseph do to be able to survive the great famine? One of the biggest I mean, economic crises in the history of the world. Right. The first thing we have to do is what? Proper planning. If we want to live our lives crisis will always come. You may lose your job someday. You may get fired. A competitor will start another business that will do better than yours, maybe. Or will compete with you and you may lose your sales. You may lose some of your customers to your best competitor. Your business mode that gives you a competitive advantage over others, you may lose that. And you may have to strategize another way. So the one thing you have to do is the first thing we have to look at is what? Proper planning of our resources. I mean, proper planning. We need to plan. Proper planning is very, very necessary. We don't just have to live with if, if, if. Or with the hope that everything will always be right. We have to plan against if, that's what I mean. Let's plan against in case of. When, when we are making financial decisions, when we are making life decisions, let's leave a room for in case of. I want to go to America. What if I don't go? I want to uh, I want to get promoted. What if I don't? Or what if I lose my job? What am I going to do? What if my business fails? What am I going to do? If we plan our lives very well, if we plan our families very well, if we plan our finances very well, if we budget very well, and leave a room for if, and leave rooms for the worst case scenario we'll always be able to overcome them no matter what comes away plan accordingly and leave gaps leave holes in case this doesn't go as planned this is what we are going to do don't just go head in legs in don't uh, uh, Warren Buffett said you don't jump you don't test a river with both feet don't put your eggs into one basket always plan and leave room for if. The second thing, number two thing we have to do is what? Proper management of resources. After planning, next thing we have to do is proper management of resources. Don't just let's say, let's not just say that because we have it all, let's waste the little that we have. I mean, let's enjoy today. Then tomorrow, let tomorrow worry about itself. That's the greatest mistake of life. Tomorrow will always come. Someone said, tomorrow is not promised. I, I had a friend, uh, my girlfriend, then told me that tomorrow is not promised. Matt, you're always saving money. And then, then uh, Odell, Sikusana, she told me that Matt, she wasn't, we're just talking casually. She said, Matt, you're always talking about tomorrow, tomorrow, you're saving all your money. I was so surprised. Like, I come home with a lot of money in thousands, yeah. Then tomorrow I go to the bank, nothing follows me home. So, oh, Matt, you always send all your money to the bank. Say tomorrow, tomorrow. What if tomorrow? What if tomorrow never comes? I said tomorrow will always come. 
just that you may not be there, right? But life is not all about you. You have family, you have siblings, you have people who look up to you. So even if tomorrow comes and you are not there, they can take advantage of what you left for them. So manage your resources properly. Don't just eat today and say, let tomorrow worry about yourself. Today is given for you to prepare for tomorrow. Today's what we do today is what we get tomorrow. Today is a product of yesterday. So what we did yesterday or did not do yesterday is what has given us the result of today. So plan. After you plan, you manage your resources properly. Don't waste. Avoid wastage. Avoid overspending. Avoid unnecessary buying. Avoid whatever, uh, impulse buying. Avoid buying things you don't need. Budget and stick to your budget. Your budget. Save for the future, and then invest some of your money too. And in, in all resources, potential your skills, manage your skill set properly. The number three thing we have to do after management is to learn to live. I mean, learn to uh, or cope, or let's say, learn to cut our cost of living when there is crisis. What? Learn to cut our cost of living when there's crisis. You may have to sell your car for a smaller one when you lose your job. You may have to move from your house to a, big, a smaller house when things are not going as you want. When it's a huge crisis, when you lose your job, when things are not going in our favor, when it's a bad time, like COVID has hit us, people have lost their jobs. You have to move from your city to the village. To take care of your children. Their future is more important than living in luxury today. Right? So we have to maybe we should be willing to change our status. We should be willing to make big sacrifices to, to, to maybe to cut our cost of living. So be willing to live small. Be willing to to, 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 to go back to your village. Be willing to change from a bigger house to a smaller house. Be willing to sell your big car and buy a small car. Even if you have to buy a scooter. Even if you have to walk to work. Even if you have to go buy bars. Be willing to cut your cost of living. Be willing to cut your, stat- your, your status. Cut your ego and live small. This is how we can learn to overcome crisis. You don't have the, the money is not coming. So if you spend it all, what are you going to do? So as a proper management of resources, we may have to cut our cost of living. We have to learn to live with the crisis by reducing our expenditure. If you bought two loaves, you may have to buy one loaf. If you left the fan on when you all day because you stayed indoors, then you might have to turn the fan off because the bill is going to be higher and the money is not coming as high as before. So cut the cost of living. The last thing I think, number four thing we have to do is you have to learn to adapt. I mean, to, to, to acquire new skills and adapt to changes. When there are crises, we have to learn new skills. A crisis is meant to teach us something. Let's learn from it. Don't just go through the crisis in uh, crying and wailing. What did God say? I am sending this book through the wilderness so that when they see the miracles that I am doing, right, what will they do? They will learn to put their trust in me. So crises are meant to direct, to help you to, 
to, to develop certain habits. Maybe it's meant to teach you faith. It's meant to teach you consistency. It's meant to teach you how to endure pain. It's meant to teach you how to manage your resources. It's meant to teach you how to live with hunger. It's meant to teach you how to put your trust in your business. It's meant to teach you to get close to your spouse. It's meant to teach you to, to bond with your children. Take advantage of the crisis and learn something new. Learn the skill, adapt to it, and come up with something. Don't go through it. The only thing, the only mistake in life is when you go through a crisis and you don't learn. So learn from a crisis. Learn something new. Learn the skill. Born with your family, benefit from a crisis. Take advantage, adapt to it, and learn something out of the crisis. Right. The fifth thing you have to do is to get closer to uh, to form good relationships in times of crisis. What Joseph did was right. What did he do? He had he formed a good relationship between the Egyptians and Pharaoh. What did Joseph do? He made them to sell their property to the king and in turn receive food. Right? So, in times of crisis, that is where we have to get together as a community. That's why I was so happy when there was COVID. People started being dead for each other. We said people had mental issues, people who couldn't feed. So, society is coming together. Unity is strength. So, in times of crisis, that's where we have to get together as a family. We have to put our differences aside. It doesn't matter you are black, you are white, you are American, you are Muslim, you, you are Hindu, you are Christian. We have to put our differences aside and accept ourselves as human. Humanity has no color. Love has no color. So in times of crisis, we have to get together. We get to become united as a people. When we bond, nothing can break a united people. Even in the Bible, in the book of Genesis, God said this will have come together and with one tongue, with one, uh, there's nothing that we can do that can be able to withstand what they have decided to do. Why? They were united. Our unity is our strength. So no matter where we are from, no matter our race, no matter where we were born, in times of crisis, that's when we have to get together as a family, as a community, as a company, as an organization, wherever we find ourselves, to bond together, to be able to to overcome this crisis. Crisis will always come, but it's a cause us to think. It's a cause us to learn. It's a cause us to plan well. So to, to, to prepare for and, uh, and to withstand during crisis, in proper planning, plan your resources that you have today. If not, you don't, a crisis will take them all away. It will save you. You never have anything to do. Anything to be left with after the crisis. Manage your resources properly. Don't waste them. Don't waste your food. Manage your resources properly. And you have to avoid uh, unnecessary spending. How can we learn to manage our resources? Let's not spend so much on things we don't need, on, uh, on things that we don't. Uh, on, 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 on unnecessary things. Let's learn from a crisis. A crisis is meant to teach us something. Let's pay attention to learn the lesson, to learn the skill. A crisis is meant to bring us together as a community. It's united people. Let's unite. Let's come together and learn something new from a crisis. Let's be united in that crisis. This is what 
can help us to prepare and live and drive powerful lives. We are, we are stronger and we always overcome. The human being, the human soul can go through anything. You know, we take the right steps, we always overcome everything. It's always love from here. I love you. Martin Napoleon. <laughs>